Welcome to the JFN Philly 215 Questions Podcast, where two guys ask what the one thing is for five different questions to a JFN Philly member. The two guys asking the questions are Bowenar and myself, Jim Murphy. Hey, Bowen, how's it going? Hey, Jimmy. We're pleased to welcome our guest, Patrick Bellow, Director of Phoenix Management Services. Hey, Pat, welcome to the show. Hey, guys, how's it going? Pat, as you know, we have five questions. So let's start with question number one. What's the one thing from your story that's important for people to know? Yeah, so I'm actually from New Hampshire. Um, the oldest of six kids grew up in a small town in New Hampshire, and my high school had sort of a farm on it. So I thought I was going to like the big city when I went to college, and I'm going to Boston, which is also another tiny city. Most people around here don't know that I'm not actually from the Philadelphia area. Moved here six years ago and have absolutely fallen in love with the area. Everybody knows each other. It's like one big episode of Cheers. Everybody knows your name. We love pandering on this episode, and I mean, you literally just pandered to the entire city of Philadelphia, so I mean, that's a new level. You are setting the bar as a lifelong Philadelphian. Uh, it is a great city, and that's exactly how I tend to describe it, which is it's the smallest big city or the biggest small city, depending on which way you want to describe it, but it's... I like to describe Philly. It's like the perfect size of New York. For someone that's only moved one zip code in her entire life, Pat, I really appreciate the kind words about Philly. Question number two. What's the one inspirational quote that you would share with the listeners? I more of have like a genre. It's not one quote. I listen to a lot of podcasts. I love parenting advice. I don't have kids yet. Eventually, hopefully I'll have kids. I love the simplicity of sort of lessons learned and more the simple and more obvious, the better. I was listening to a recent podcast. Two guys, both brilliantly smart, were talking about sort of what did they learn from having kids because now their kids are grown up and a little bit older now. And one of them said, I wish when my kids were young, I worried less about whether or not they were going to learn math and English and science, because every kid learns math and English and science. What they really needed to learn was how to be creative and solve problems. My favorite sort of quote changes from time to time, but I would say that's the most recent lesson that I lashed onto. And I love how obvious it is, but how I wouldn't have come up with that thought on my own. It's a fantastic, I mean, for someone that started that statement with, I don't have a great quote, and then finished it with a great quote, that is a really good one to drop on there and particularly what you said about the the genre of that type of quote the you know i love learning from other people's shared experiences i used to work with a guy and we stole this quote from someone that's smarter than us but it was stupid people don't learn from their mistakes smart people do learn from their mistakes and wise people learn from other people's mistakes do whatever it is you can to be wise fantastic advice there thanks pat definitely the parenting advice gets home for me where the tissues at rapid fire segment what's your one podcast I've recently fallen in love with a new podcast called People I Mostly Admire. Stephen Levitt is the host. He's one of the co-creators from Freakonomics. His favorite episode on there is Kerwin Charles. Kerwin Charles grew up in a small village in Guyana, and now he's the dean of the Yale Business School. I love that podcast. There's a whole bunch of just like truth nuggets. What's your one album? I'm going to go with Bob Marley Legend. What's your one vacation destination? Anywhere in Europe. Only been to Europe twice. The thing I love about it is when you go there, you're talking to people who don't know any of the things that you're consumed with on a daily and weekly and monthly basis. And so you sort of realize how insignificant you are in this grand scheme of what we're dealing with. I think it's refreshing. What's your one TV series? Chef's Table on Netflix. And what's your one movie? 
I would say all of the X-Men series. Yeah, so everybody loves like the fighting and the superheroes, but the series was actually modeled after the civil rights movement. So Stanley, the creator, looked at sort of discrimination and bigotry, and he portrays it, humans being prejudiced against mutants. And that's sort of like the undertone of it. So it has like this really great story behind all this like fighting that I've always found fascinating. You like all of them, even the Dark Phoenix? Yep, I like all the X-Men. I'm sticking to it. You are a super fan, my friend. Thank you. Yeah. Hey. Question number four. What's the one charity or cause that you would recommend to the listeners? I love this question. My charity is going to be Bringing Hope Home, which is Philadelphia-based organization that pays bills for families that are battling cancer. If you're a family that's battling cancer, your social worker will link you up with Bringing Hope Home. And if you've lost your income or going through some other financial challenges, Bringing Hope Home will take the light bill, take the car payment, take the mortgage payment, and they'll make those payments directly. Because a lot of people don't realize when you're undergoing cancer treatment, even if you have good insurance, you're paying like ten, twenty, thirty thousand dollars out of pocket. And it's just not right that people are thinking about that on top of trying to go through the most difficult treatment that they're ever going to go through in their life. That's definitely my charity. Great cause run by a great guy in Philadelphia area. That is a particularly good one to mention on here because cancer does not give a shit about the pandemic or if we're healthy or if we're doing all right financially or it, it hits you when it hits you. And with so many people being adversely impacted over the last year plus from a financial standpoint, it's super important to make sure that they are getting the treatment. If uh, young professionals there are looking to get involved, we're planning right now a summer fitness series. It'll be out in the back of the art museum. It's going to be seven classes over the summer on Saturday morning. We got seven great fitness instructors from around the Philly area. They have the whole PA system, the speaker, and we'll do like an hour fitness class. It's like 25 bucks a person and all the money goes to local families. All right. And the last question, what's the one tip for staying connected from home these days? I kind of think of marketing, like going to the gym. It's half the battle is just sort of getting yourself there to do it, but you never regret it afterwards. Marketing and networking for me has been tough during the pandemic because it's just sort of like getting that energy to like make the phone calls and like do the Zoom calls. But really the only advice I have is just to everybody agrees going to the gym is good. Everybody agrees networking is good. You just got to put in the effort. So to continue down this, the metaphor that you're using. So what, what about networking is leg day? So obviously the work day of going to the gym is leg day so what is the I would say an event where you don't know anybody there and you're going to just walk in. It's sort of that mental hurdle of uh, I was going to go with X, Y, and Z and I, they can't make it. So uh, maybe uh, there's always something better to do. I don't know. You get there and there's a bunch of people walking around who don't know anybody either. And it always works out. Yeah. If they yell at you for being alone, that is definitely not a GFN networking event. So yeah, just make exactly. sure you, you join us at the GFN. And I love your answer. It was literally what I was thinking. I was like, if you were like, oh, I don't know, I'd be like, it's going to the event where you don't know anyone. And exactly what you said, the two people that were supposed to come with you just bailed. And you're like, do I really got to do leg day yeah. today? And you're like, yes, you do. Afterwards, you're like, oh, thank God I went because I met this person. It's never a bad thing. You never leave and regret it. I totally agree. And I think this could also potentially be another sponsorship opportunity as, as Jimmy's always looking for him. What do you think? LA Fitness, Planet Fitness? Yeah, there you which, go. One the, which one of the fitness brands do we want to tag on this one, Murphy? LA Fitness, why not? Make sure you pick one that wasn't recently in bankruptcy because of COVID. Good recommendation. And to yeah. follow up what you mentioned there, I love that analogy. There are no shortcuts. It's just like running. If whatever you put into it is what you get out of it. And I think the same goes for networking. It's never know who you're going to meet or run into or how that connection is going to introduce you to the next person that you meet. I just love that like a serendipitous way of meeting people. And that's always mm -hmm. been a big thing with the GFN Philly is providing different ways for people to connect, whether it's a breakfast meeting or coffee or a happy hour or a golf outing. So that's why GFN is great. I mean, it provides that medium and really takes people's excuse away. Because one of the excuses is, well, I just moved to Philly 
Philly. I don't know anybody here. Like that's why I can't network. But when I moved to Philly six years ago, GFN was one of the first events I started going to. And thanks, Pat. We appreciate it. Well, Pat, thanks again for joining us here in the GFN Philly 215 Questions Podcast. Thank you. Happy to join. Tell me that there's love here, but to me it's blatant. That with all the blood here, I'm dealing with.